Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, a.k.a. Triumvir Clio. Hello again. Welcome back. I hope you're well. I hope that if you have access to any of the COVID vaccines that you're taking advantage of that access. I hope that you're still taking measures to try to protect those who aren't able to be vaccinated. I hope you're still fighting the good fight and making as much good trouble as you are able to. And I also hope that you are remembering that a chorus can sustain a note because everyone pauses for breath at a different time. So it's also okay to catch your breath. We just can't all catch our breath at the same time. This, uh, I believe, should be a short or at least shorter episode today. Because today, I would like to introduce you to one Publius Virgilius Maro, or simply Virgil. (laughs) You will see his name spelled a couple of different ways. Uh, Sometimes it's V-E-R-G-I-L, and sometimes it's V-I. So um, sometimes you'll see an E, sometimes an I. I'll be using the I version because that's how I was taught, but that doesn't mean that the E spelling is wrong. It's a transliteration from from Greeks, or sorry, from from Latin. Um, we're in we're in Rome, aren't we? Virgil was born in 70 BCE near Mantua, in what is now northern Italy. He was to a good Roman from the Styx, uh, from one of those places that isn't Roman enough for the people born there to be citizens. At least not at the time that Virgil was born. The empire expanded in his lifetime. Well, the empire was created in his lifetime. It did not exist when he was born. He was born in the Roman Republic. But by the time of his death, that northern part of Italy was part of the Roman Empire and was Roman enough that the people born there were citizens. And uh, this is why I decided Virgil maybe needed a whole episode to introduce him. Because of the subject matter of his writings, it is very difficult to separate his biography from the history of Rome. Now, Virgil's family wasn't exactly rich, but they could afford an education for him. And Virgil himself wasn't in the best of health, so he uh, managed to stay out of the army. And that might be the reason that he survived the Civil War that rocked that last century before the Common Era. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Uh, BCE, we, it, you may be familiar with BC and AD as um, nomenclature for years. That's not what I use. I use BCE and CE. That is much more common in, in history today. And what that stands for is before the Common Era or the Common Era. So yeah, BCE. <laughs> now you now you know. If you didn't if you didn't know, now you know. So this is the Civil War in um, Roman history that you are probably already somewhat familiar with. This is the civil war that led to the fall of the Roman Republic and the rise of the Roman Empire. This is the civil war that saw the assassination of one Julius Caesar and the coronation of that first emperor or first citizen, if you asked him, Augustus. And one result of the rise of Augustus, Virgil's family lost their farm. Virgil did try to get it back, but there's no record that he succeeded. So we will see some very pastoral writing in Virgil that is partly related to what happened to lands during the Civil War. There are three bodies of work that Virgil is remembered for. We will cover two of them in this epics course. 
The first uh, first of these three works is the Bucolics or the Eclogues. Um, in English, we generally call them the Eclogues, uh, but it's possible you'll also see them as the Bucolics. Um, I think that's more more in Latin that they're still called that. They're short. They're short poetry. They're short poems. So, um, so they're the earliest of his work, or on the earlier side of of his surviving work. But when I figure out how best to do poetry and do short form poetry, that's that's when we'll cover cover the the eclogues is in the Roman poetry course. The other two works are both long-form poetry, so we'll cover both of them in this epics course. And these are the Georgics, uh, which I think probably is new to most of you as a name, um, and the Aeneid, which you may have heard of before. In the Georgics, we will see how the Civil War affected country folk like Virgil and his family. And the Aeneid, (laughs) well, that's just straight up propaganda about how awesome Rome is. And if you're thinking, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Virgil died in 19 BCE, and he hadn't even finished the Aeneid yet, or at least that's what he said on his deathbed. He didn't want anyone to read it. But it was a commission of Augustus, and there was no way Augustus would let a piece of propaganda by Rome's favorite poet be lost to the fire. Some things we'll come back to, uh, propaganda, obviously, but also Christianity. Uh, Yes, Virgil died before the historic Jesus was even born, but that didn't stop early Christians from viewing him as some sort of pagan prophet. Uh, But these are all things related to specific works, so we'll focus more on them when we get to those those pieces of poetry. Uh, From what we can tell, Virgil was, I mean, he really was incredibly popular in ancient times. Like, the Romans loved Virgil. And he did write beautiful poetry. Um, but yeah, they they loved him. Excerpts from his, po- from his poems have been found on the walls in Pompeii. Like, they, they loved him. I, who knows what else he would have written or what the Aeneid might really have been like if he'd lived longer. So, what do you think of Virgil? What are you looking forward to reading? Pop over to the blog and share your thoughts. If you have any at this point, I can understand if you might not, because this is just a bio of the of the author we'll be reading. Anyway, as usual, the blog is at triumvirclio.school.blog, and there may be a link in the show notes. You can also find the link to my Patreon there, no pressure. In the next episode, we'll read Book 1, Chapter 5 of the Bibliotheca about Demeter and Persephone. Talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.